Hey, what is up? How is it going, everyone? Welcome to the show. So this week, we are talking about, uh, it's kind of a philosophy, really, but it's something that I, I believe in, and it's something that I've been saying for years and years and years, um, and it's kind of the principle of there's no such thing as no, it's just not right now. So essentially, it's, you know, we're going to talk about how no's are going to come in your life, whether it be professional or personal or leadership or whatever it is, um, and kind of a way to reframe that no and the way you look at it and kind of how you deal with it. So that's what we're going to be talking about. As always, if you want to read the blog post about this topic, head over to aboveaverageleadership.com, click on blog, and you'll find it there. Um, it, it's an exciting one because I get to reference Rambo, Regis Philbin, and roller coasters all in the same one. So that's pretty cool. So anyway, that's at aboveaverageleadership.com. Also, while you're interneting today, go ahead and check out Jess's website, teamhopelifters.com. Uh, it's a lady spacey is what I call it. So it's got all the stuff. It's got all the stuff. It's got the spiritual, the mental, the physical, all the stuff to make you a happy, healthy lady. So go over there and check that out. She's also got a blog. She's got her own podcast. So check all that stuff out. And I hope you guys enjoy the show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Lift off. We have a lift off. Go and drive all right here we go Ooh, yeah beat me to it you know it's because even though it's your show what's funny though is i asked you are you ready like four times that, before i actually hit go on this that could be true and you kept lying about it i did say i was ready i'm ready no you're not and, I'm then ready. I, and then i had to get a drink and <laughs> yeah clear your throat like like we're not gonna do that on the show that's true <laughs> but at any rate not yeah. at all what we're talking about today nope um but what we are talking about yes if you can believe it i wrote a blog <gasps> not you i did <laughs> it's cool uh i'm actually really excited about this episode because because of the blog yes um and what's <laughs> interesting and very exciting is i was able to reference Rambo, mm -hmm. Regis Philbin, yeah, and riding roller coasters in like a page and a half. Uh, it really is incredible, and it makes sense. <laughs> That's true. It's really, it's really a great read. Like you, anyone else do that tomorrow? Just That's... to get up and like, yeah, I'm gonna tie together Rambo, Regis, and roller coasters. The three right. R's of excellence. <laughs> um, and make it and make it happen. And that's trademark right there. I just trademarked that. This <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, the three R's of excellence. Anyway, so what we're talking about, the name of the blog was, um, what was it? Something good. Yeah. Was oh, there's good. no such thing as no. No such thing as no. Just not right no. now. I forgot it, but I say this all the time. Yes, you do. And have been for years. And yes. so we're going to talk about exactly what I mean by that. And we're going to talk about how when you hear no just kind of a way to reframe it in your brain mm -hmm. to make it one more palatable and two wildly more actionable. Yes. Uh, because what happens a lot of times, so we'll go into the example I use real quick in okay. the, in the blog. And mm -hmm. the example I go with is like, you know, you're, you're throwing your hat in the ring for promotion right. and according to yourself and your team and everyone around you, like you are a shoe in like you're the obvious choice. Right. Everyone's saying how great you are. You have all the skills that you right. need. Yeah. The best, the best thing ever. Right. And you, and you believe it and you agree. Right. And so you throw your hat in the ring for this promotion and the day comes and it's your boss and your boss's boss 
that may be your boss's boss's boss. <laughs> Who knows how many levels of leadership are there for this promotion at the interview process. And you go in and you, you just kill. Yeah. For like 15 minutes. You're just on. Right. And all you, the answers. All the answers <laughs> are on the tip of your tongue. You've got them eaten out of your hand because you're engaging, you're charming, you're entertaining, you're the best thing ever. Right. And you got them laughing like, man, thanks so much for coming in. This has been great. And you're like, thank you guys for the opportunity. Right. And you walk out the door and you're just like, I murdered Right, right. You're super excited because it felt so good. You know, it just bolsters that feeling of this is going to happen. And so, you know, you walk away like there's no doubt in your mind you got this. Right. And three days later, you get the form (laughs) email from HR saying, we thank you for your interest in the position, unfortunately. And you're like, well, crap. Yeah. And it hits you like a ton of bricks. And so the first thing I want to address, though, like... And the, we talk about it a little bit in the blog, like, you're going to be upset. And right. guess what? You should be upset. Right. You should be downright pissed. <laughs> right. Right. Feel feel the feels. Yeah. Feel the feels, <laughs> and but not for long. Right. Okay? You can't unpack and live there. Get mad about it, though. Like, don't go, right. oh, I'm fine with it. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're right. not fine with it. You should, you should not be okay with not getting it. Right. Everybody want wants it. to progress to that next level, whether it's because it's more responsibility, because it's getting your name out there, it's a bigger paycheck, Whatever right. it is, you wouldn't have put yourself out there to get it if you didn't really want it. But what I'm saying is, with this, there's no such thing as no, there's just not right now. Right. Before I dig into the principality that I want to talk about, mm-hmm. I need to caveat it with saying, um, I'm not talking about infringing on someone else's rights. Right. Or their personal space. Right. Good touch, bad touch. We're not talking about <laughs> cold pricklies, okay? Um <laughs> That just right. dated us a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, right. No means no in No some means no scenarios. in a lot of situations. <laughs> right. We're talking about like when you come up against an obstacle that is a no. And right. those do happen in your personal life as well. Right. We're just going to roll with the business example for the most part right. on this one. Right. Um, and then I think we'll, we'll, we'll jump into a really fun true life example at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and fun is in massive air quotes. Um, <laughs> but it ended up being fun. At any rate. Right. So instead of looking at that as a no. Look at it as a not right now. Exactly. Um, and we, we were joking about this yesterday, talking about, you know, getting ready to record the show. And and I get really fired up about this topic mm-hmm. because it's something that I really, really believe. Yes. You know, like I've been hit with a lot of no's in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'll get into some, some old career stuff here in a second. But the funny thing that we and I talked about yesterday was, you know, like if if you're like, there's no chocolate cake tonight. And someone's like, no chocolate cake for the rest of my life. No. No. They didn't say that. Right. They said not not right now. (laughs) Not right now. Like. Right. So whenever you hear a no, it doesn't mean that that's, you know, this is the Regis example, but I'll I'll do the Rambo one first. The idea of the Rambo example was nothing is over. Right. You know, and he says at the end of the film, if you've never seen the 1982 classic Rambo First Blood, um, (laughs) After he's killed a whole bunch of people right. and things have gone terribly wrong for this small town in the Pacific Northwest, um, <laughs> his colonel comes down and he's like, and he's got a very like kind of almost wormy voice for a special forces colonel. I just mm-hmm. have to put that. I've met a lot of them and they don't sound like this guy. <laughs> but anyway, he's like, John, take it easy. The war is over. And then Sly's like, nothing is over, colonel. Right. you first blood. Not me. <laughs> right. And... <laughs> But Rambo, was that you? <laughs> yeah, he had to leave. 
I'm, I'm taking back over. Oh, okay. Thanks, John. Um, <laughs> but at any rate, so like, but that's the idea you need to have. That's the motivation right. you've got to have when you hear that no, like, no, nothing's over. Like, right. just because, over. you know, just because John didn't get to kill everyone in the Pacific Northwest, that doesn't mean he's not going to get the chance, man. <laughs> but in your in your work and personal life, it doesn't mean never. Right. It means not right now. Not right now. And it, it could be from a place of, you know, almost protection for you because maybe someone sees something that's, it, you're genuinely not ready. Right. And and it's something that clearly you don't even realize is, is an issue. But now you have that opportunity to kind of vet all of the skills that you do have, see what ones maybe you need to work on and bring it back again. Right. And I have to do it because, you know, it's it's what I do. But I'll, I'll use an example from my military career. And, you know, for, for folks who knew me, like, you're going to be bored for like 15 seconds. For <laughs> most of you, though, I went from... Private E1 right. to Staff Sergeant E6 yes. in the span of four years. Right. Which is very impressive. That's fast. Yes. By anyone's standards, you know, unless we're getting, like, field promotions to right. actually go to the boards to do the work, that's fast. Yes. And throughout that time, there was times where, you know, I I was a, a quick study on a lot of things. And mm-hmm. so I got proficient at things relatively quickly. Um, not that other folks didn't, but I was eager if that, yes. you know, to kind of frame this out. And so anytime there was the next thing, I'm like, what about me? What about right. me? What about me? Right. You like, wanted the responsibility. To the point that the day I got pinned E4, mm-hmm. I legit went to my platoon and I was like, so when am I going to the board? Right. Like, send me, send me to become a sergeant. Right. Not, not a month after I became a sergeant, I'm like, hey, first sergeant, when are you send me to the board? Like, I was that aggressive yes. about it. Yeah. And, and, you know, when it came from E4 to E5... My platoon was like, oh, next month, stud. Like, of course. Right. This is a, this is a spot where you're just going to pause for a second in right. E4. We're going to put you right in E5. <laughs> but from sergeant to staff sergeant, I remember, like, Johnny Blue. He's like, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Right. And it wasn't because I wasn't tactically proficient or mm-hmm. technically proficient. It wasn't because my men didn't adore me. It wasn't right. because I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Because I needed to wait because time was an issue. Mm-hmm. Like, I just hadn't been in long enough. Right. To qualify for it. Right. And and the thing is, is there are standards like that in every point in life that you just have to adhere to. You right. just have to accept the fact you've not been there long enough. And in the, the job world, in the corporate world, this happens all the time mm-hmm. where you've got, you know, Chet and Jane. And Jane's been here 20 years, right. nugging away, doing the, her due diligence, like putting in the hours. Mm-hmm. And Chet is like this new hotshot who thinks... They, they, they're both equally, quote, qualified right. for the position. But the people, the hiring managers, the ones coming and doing the interviews, are like, yeah, but Jane's been here a long time. She's right. dedicated. Right. And so they'll probably go with Jane over you. Even <laughs> right. though you're a hotshot and right. you're killing it, Chet. Right. Jane's been here. Yes. I mean, to some degree, she has proven her reliability because she has stuck out right. these whole 20 years. And if Chet's only been there a short time, they may not have had that proven to them yet, even though... He's a great candidate. And contrarily, maybe Jane sucks. Right. And the company has been like, Jane has been just clinging on for 20 <laughs> years. You got to get her out of here. Right. I know. Give her a whole bunch. Put her where she should be career-wise. Right. And if she falters, we've got the right. ammo to be like, okay, sorry, Jane. Right. But, you know, we have to diverge here. Yes. You don't know the reason why Jane gets the gig over you, Chet. So pump right. your brakes right. and don't get stuck in that catastrophizing of no. Because what happens is is you, that turns into a toxic environment really yes. quickly. Yeah. Right. 
you you get the no and instead of feeling what you're feeling and deciding okay we're gonna move forward and you go back in the next day and hey guys let's do our work right and excited and motivated and forging on i mean that speaks a lot to a person's character after they've had a hard no to be able to just put on a happy face and not let things fall apart because you know in, in those moments anything you were doing that got you to this point where you would be considered for this promotion is going to start slipping right the relationship with your team is going to start you know degrading your job performance is going to start degrading to the point where you're gonna be like screw it i'm out of here right like don't give up right on something because <laughs> you didn't get your way in the moment right right i mean how many times have you seen that happen where somebody applies for whatever position or for that promotion they don't get it and they're like you know well fine i'm taking my marbles and i'm going somewhere right. else and they're willing to start all the way back over. And there's people who do this habitually through their lives. Yes. Though. They'll go to company A. Yep. And they'll start at the position, be ready for promotion. They don't get it. All right, screw you, company A, over to mm -hmm. B. Same thing in B, same thing in C. Same Because they never understand, like, okay, it doesn't mean throw it all away. Right. It means just pump your brakes, dude, right. and wait a second. Right. And, and each time, if there is a time standard at these companies, you're starting from minute one again. Right. I mean, you're not doing yourself any favors by quitting unnecessarily and and you know it, it, it'll feed into the second point my boy regis about like it's not a final answer right when they say not right now it doesn't mean so you know we'll, we'll get into a little bit like what not right now really should mean to you is okay so now you need to like focus up right uh because not right now and it being not the final answer kind of it bookends the point to the last one which is, okay, so let's do a little inventory. I was considered. Right. My team loves me. Yes. I'm proficient. The people who are doing the hiring really like me. Right. Um, so I'm next. Right. And this is fabulous news. Yes. <laughs> next is the greatest place to be on the planet. Right. It's very exciting. <laughs> uh, and that's why I use the, the roller coaster thing. I think I just do broad like amusement park ride analogy in the blog, but... I've used this with our kids in everything mm -hmm. and because it's so true. And I really believe it. Like this is something that I've been saying for probably 15 years. Yeah. Next is the best place to be mm -hmm. in any line. Uh, and so if you use the, the line for music park as an analogy, when you're next, right, you get to look back at the line yes, and all the twists and turns mm -hmm. and see how far you've come and all you've achieved to get here. Right. You also get to see and cast an eye on all the people that have so much further to go than you. Right. You've, you've made so much progress and like you can empathize with the person who just walked up to the line. Right. You're like, oh, that sucks, man. But hang in there. You can do it. Right. Right. Eventually you'll be in my position. <laughs> and so you're in a position to appreciate yes. where you are. Mm -hmm. You're also in a position to look at the last car of people, the last train of people out of that ride and see the one in the back who's just shook <laughs> right. and start getting yourself mentally prepared for the ride you're about to go on. Right. Because... There's going to be twists and turns. Exactly. There's going to be, you might go inverted a few times. Right. It may not be exactly what you were expecting when you step into this new role. And and maybe it's exactly what you're expecting, but it also gives you a chance. Like, you know, we, we go to Disney all the time mm. or as often as humanly possible. Right. <laughs> and, you know, there's certain rides that we just always ride. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of them, that it's an easy example because you'll stand in the queue on purpose on this one. Right. 
<laughs> is the Winnie the Pooh ride. Winnie the Pooh. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's one of the most interactive queues in the park. Yes. And so when you get to the end and you're next, right. it's great because you can look back and like, oh, look at the adventure we went through to get here. Right, right. We found Pooh Bear and the honey and right. you guys tried to pull the carrots, right? <laughs> and look at all the other people that are having that fun are enjoying along the way. getting here. Yeah. And then you also get to start talking about, oh, you guys remember the taker part or the right. when the heffalumps come out? Like you, <laughs> right. you start getting excited about what's coming what's up. What's coming up. And That's... there's always something that you forget that surprises you right. when you're in it. But until you're in it... <laughs> you get to focus on the things that you're excited about. And so that's why next is so awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, like it also gives you an opportunity when you're next, like we talked about preparing. So let's, let's wrap that into not just a news park ride, but we could go on and on about that. Um, <laughs> but like in your work world. Yes. So if you're next, this is your opportunity to look, yep. Yeah, reflect on where you've been, mm -hmm. how you got here and then start taking, like we said, that inventory about, yeah. What exactly it was? What are the quantifiable things that have made you successful up to this point mm -hmm. that you can now start to zero in on, right. further refine, perfect, and start, you know, because you're next, there's a big piece here. Right. you got to start training your replacement. Yes. Yeah. So when you're looking back, just like in line, you get to start reaching back to people and saying, you know, here's one of the pitfalls. Here's right. something that's really exciting that that happens, and it's you know it's the same thing to someone that's never ridden the ride who's in line behind you, and sure. you're like, oh, you this part's so awesome, you're gonna love this. We have done this, right? <laughs> we have we have like you know, there'll be that family that you bump into four or five right. times that day in, in Magic Kingdom, mm -hmm. and now you're like you know three three loops ahead <laughs> in the line. You're like, you guys. Right. When you get up here, you got to do this. This is awesome. <laughs> this is so cool. We're friends forever now because we've seen each other five times at Disney World. Right. Well, because the magic. But you're we're training our replacement. Right. They have exactly. to know when they get up here, like, it's okay to touch these screens. You're going to find Pooh Bear's face in the honey. In the honey. It's amazing. And so when you're in the business world, where I was trying to get us back to, but damn it, Disney. <laughs> um, we just love you so much. <laughs> when you go back to the business side of things. Right. You've got to consciously train your replacement so that when that next opportunity comes up, you can quantify all the things you were yes. great at. And, oh, by the way, I've got two in the shoot who can do everything I can do. They're ready to take over tomorrow. Right. Put me in, coach. Exactly. You're free and clear. There is there is no sticking point where they can be like, right, but there's no one to take your spot. So we're going to have to go with whoever because you've already covered everything that needs to be covered. The other cool thing about Next um, and it will help shake you out of that. I didn't get what I want right now. Mindset. If you can really inculcate this into how you deal with it mm -hmm. is that next sometimes ends up better than what you had initially thought. Right. 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 So use the amusement park example again. Um, our daughter Riley and I rode giant roller coaster that I grew up riding. I love right. over mm -hmm. the summer. Um, like it, it's a big one. It's like a right. 200 foot vertical drop to start the sucker off. Great. Right. And it was her first one. Her so first big, exciting. big roller coaster. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and she's like, let's do this thing. Yes. But Fear so that. we're next and we have the next talk, like this exact conversation <laughs> yes. while we're sitting there talking about how it's the best place in line and all this stuff. And we're kind of mid train mm -hmm. for this. You know, that's where we are in line. That's where we dump out to. Mm -hmm. And when the next train came up because of social distancing and all this other stuff that's going on, we got offered our pick between the very front where we were at. Or like the back. Uh -huh. If you know anything about roller coasters, the best place to be is the very front <laughs> or the very back. Right. Unless you're me, then it's on the ground. <laughs> because it was her first time, we stuck with where we were. Yes, right. But 
we had the option yes. to have better. Right. Right. Because you were patient. Right. You waited your turn. And we... You went through the whole line. You didn't try and jump. You didn't try and skip. And so when you're in that next spot, like, there's there's the the potential you already know you're qualified for, that you got passed over for whatever reason. Who cares? Right. You know, unless they say, hey, it's because you suck at this, chat. Okay, then improve on that. So right. next time you don't. Right. Yeah, and a lot of times in a job interview, you're not going to get any feedback. You Rarely just, will they tell right, you. You just get the form email or, you know, wh- however they deliver the news, and and you're back to work the next day, right. <laughs> you know? I, I think I'm still doing okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, you know, moving, looking forward to that I'm next thing. Yes. It could be better than what you thought. Right. You know, there, maybe you really are that good. Right. And they've got something where they'd rather have you. Mm-hmm. But because you were qualified for this one, they had to interview you because right. of the policy. But, look, we really want you over here. Right. Next is cool, man. Be excited that you're there. <laughs> exactly. Right. And there's a lot of times in that kind of situation, they can't disclose. They want to actually skip you part of the way right. and, and move you beyond, you know, what a standard person would go through. Well, they could if they want to piss Jane off. Right. Right. And no one's looking to do that. Right. Everybody keeps it very, you know, they play it really close to the vest. All of that stuff constantly. And, and that's just how it is. I, I mean, it's. I don't know. As trite as it is, it's kind of that when one door closes, another one opens. Right. But if it doesn't, you know, yeah. you're you're saying. Yeah. So in my world, where I come from, <laughs> right. if, if one door closes and there's no available windows to hop through, we just blow the wall open. Right. I mean that the door closing is not a stop point. Right. That doesn't mean that's no. your time. It to, means not right now. And not only that, but you know, in that analogy, like. The door closes. We can't get in. Okay. Well, now we have to think critically about what we've got at our disposal to make this happen. Because I still want to get in there. I still want to search it. I still want to get the bad guys. Right. Blow the damn wall open. Right. There you go. Right. And it's the same thing, you know, in in the business world. I still want that position. I still want that pay raise. Right. What do I need to do to get me in there? To get me to that point. Um, So, story time. Yes. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> because, you know, really what we're talking about, um, and you earlier mentioned something that's kind of like vacation. Yeah. And we we figured out, oh, wow, that that's exactly what we're talking right. about. Right. Um, this is a story of, like, you were ready, you were disappointed. <laughs> but So, anyway, right. I, will, I will tell the story, and feel free to interject as you see fit. I will. <laughs> but it's been a couple years now. We, yeah. went on, we went on a cruise together. Mm-hmm. First thing, this is on, you know, your bucket list. Something that I was vehemently opposed to because, you know, you don't see sharks walking on the beach. <laughs> I don't belong in the middle of the ocean. Right. But have since gotten over that and love the ocean now. Yes. Um, I never had a problem with the ocean. I just don't like all the stuff that lives in it. Right. <laughs> but, if it, you know, if it's big enough to eat me, we got problems. Like, right. I'm a large animal. That's true. At any rate. So, we booked this cruise. And it's going to be a five-day cruise. We're going to go to the Caribbean Island. It's going to be great. Right. Um, and yeah. you're excited. And it's for our anniversary. And not only is it for our anniversary, but this is the honeymoon we never got. Right. In, you know, since 97 we've been together, married in 2002, we have never had a honeymoon or a vacation, just you and myself. Yeah, never. Um, right. But I think we've we've spent two nights away. Right. Like back to back, <laughs> two back nights. To back to yeah. back. A couple times. Up to this point. Right. right. We've, we've since gotten a little more liberal with our time That's away. That's right. That's right. But anyway. Because are older now, so. Yeah. Well, and it needs to happen. Yeah, If they're exactly. going to get any older. Um, we love our kids. But anyway, so we've got this cruise booked. It's going to be awesome. And, you know, I do a little wheel and deal on the side with the the booking agent and the cruise line, so there's going to be some surprises for you. Right. It's going to be cool. Well, 
so the there was a hurricane. Yes. In Tejas. Right. <laughs> uh, and so it had it was been a three days or so since yeah. the hurricane passed, but it still really fouled up. Right. The flights. Right. The the airlines were having a really hard time keeping up with what had happened. Right. Trying to get people who missed stuff caught up. Anyway. Right. So we get up the morning of super early because, you know, I'm Johnny Backplan. Right. And it's like 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For like an 8 o'clock flight. But that yeah. maths. Right. Anyway. People who travel know that makes sense. Yes. No, I, I was totally on board with it. You had to be. I was like, wait up. <laughs> no. Um, so anyway, we, we get up and you open the email and boom, there right. it is. First thing we see, flight's canceled. Flight is canceled. Panic. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, so that's, here's the thing though. That's your first, first stepping stone where right. you could stop at the no and catastrophize. Right. And say, screw it. This sucks. I'm out. Or do what we did. And right. you get on the phone with the travel or with the airlines and try and figure out, okay, what do we got? And so at any rate, they, they get us a flight. This is our, our first departure and we've got like three connections. Yeah. Gives a flight. It's only one connection now, but. Everything is squirrely. Yeah. The time has gotten pushed back. Right. And the way you were able to take time off and we were able to get people to care for the kids, we had to fly and get on the boat right. on the same day. And so already kind of, you know, unspokenly, but we're, <laughs> we're already both kind of like, this isn't going to happen. Right. How in the world is this going to work? But we didn't let that stop us. Nope. We said, you know what? We're going to roll on. We're, we're going to make gonna this go. happen. Yeah. And so we, we leave the house, we park the car, we get on the plane, we get to Colorado. And it's really <laughs> starting to sink in, like, this isn't going to happen for right. both of us. But again, we're not talking about all we're saying. We're no, going to make it the whole time. It. You're in contact with the cruise line, and they right. keep telling us, like, you guys are good. Right. As we long can... as you stay in contact, we're right. going to wait for you. We've talked to the captain. There's yep. built-in time left, you know, before everything gets sealed up. No so big deal. shouldn't be an issue. Just keep letting us know where you are. We're like... That is awesome. We are coming in hot. And we are. So we, we get to Houston. Right. And same thing. We get a, we get a cab right. who, I'll, I'll say it, it drove me crazy. It only really probably took four or five minutes. But he stopped to get gas. Right, yeah. And we're like. It was the longest four or five minutes of my life. The only longer four or five minutes was be, would be if you told me to do burpees for five minutes. Right. Or like have this cab ride in labor. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So, at any rate, <laughs> you're still communicating with the cruise line. They're still reassuring us that yes, everything's going to be fine. Completely reassuring and us. And we're like, we're going to be there at this time. Like, you guys are good. Right. Okay. So, we hit the port. Yep. And as we're crossing the bridge from the mainland to Galveston Island, mm-hmm. which is the point of departure for the cruise line, I know it's not happening. Yeah. I know that I know there's yes. no way. We're both looking at the clock in, sure. in our taxi like, and we're done you can just see it and i think in both of our faces right. as we're looking at each other like we're trying to remain hopeful but the dream is crushed well and we've been at full scream all yes. day like just book all day yes and so at any rate as we're crossing the bridge i'm looking at billboards now trying to figure <laughs> out okay so if this doesn't shake out what are we going to do with our time right and right because Turning around and going home was not an option. No, we're, we were, we're out we in the world. We're, we're going to make this happen. Right. We were gone, and we were going to be gone. And we're staying gone. <laughs> That's right. So we we get to the port and legitimately start sprinting yes. to the actual terminal that we're supposed right. to be at. And it's this is not an exaggeration. Literally, as we approach, yes. they shut the door. Right. Like I'm a step away. Yep. The door's shut. The door's shut. And this little fellow looks at me like, I'm going to die. 
Yeah. So yeah. To to paint the scene, like again, I'm a relatively large animal. Yes. <laughs> so like every vein in my torso is bulging. I'm in a tank top. Right. I'm covered in tattoos and sweat, and I'm breathing hard, and I'm staring through the window at this kid, and he's like, <laughs> right. "Oh my God, this is how I die." <laughs> right. Security is starting to Port come. Port security in is surrounding behind him. Yes, <laughs> right. like, uh oh, it's game time. Right, this is going to get ugly, but it didn't. And to his credit, he did call up to the bridge of the ship and say, "Hey, yes. they just got here. Is there any way?" Right. And because of these weird maritime <laughs> international laws, right. no, they can't open it for us. Right, there are rules that everyone has to follow. And so, if there was ever a moment to catastrophize and be pissed off right. because no just hit you in the face, right, almost literally in the form right. of two doors, two glass doors, <laughs> I stopped. I took a deep breath and I looked at you. And I go, "All right, let's get a hotel." Let's regroup and figure this out. And figure out what we're going to do. So we didn't realize it in the moment. Right. But we were now next yes. for a whole bunch of awesome. Oh, for a grand adventure. So <laughs> what ends up happening is we get to the really cool hotel that overlooks yes. the beach. Yep. Like, great view of the beach. Um, the we, guy working the desk gave us coupons for a Fabulous restaurant. Yeah. Right a, down the street. Yeah. <laughs> that Called was Landry's. In, right. We love Landry's. We was in walking distance. Also on the with beach. the ocean view. Incredible. <laughs> so already things are hooking up, just getting checked in. Right. Then we get on the phone with the cruise line. Yes. And we've got two options now. Mm-hmm. Well, three. If we go screw it, we're not going. Right. But I was very John Rambo in this moment saying right. nothing, <laughs> nothing is nothing over. Nothing is over. Um because this is a big deal for me to give to you. Yes, you know? yes it was a surprise. I mean, right. you surprised me completely yes. with this gift. So it was going to happen, like one way, shape, or form. And so we get on the phone with the cruise line, so that, that option is not one. Right. Um, another option would be to fly from Houston to Cozumel. Right. And see if we can find... Catch the ship there. Which right. Which would have been doable with right. a few, you know, rickshaws and... Right. Two donkeys later. It sounded a little dicey. We'd have figured it out. <laughs> I am a world traveler. But that's true. <laughs> then the other option was because they, they really sympathized with us in the mm-hmm. moment and hooked us up and I'll yep. Carnival Cruise Line's the best, man. They were amazing. They were amazing. Yeah. But they gave us full credit. Right. For everything because we already the spent. The hurricane they considered it to sure. be an act of God. So there was nothing we could have done about it. Right. Um so to fly to Cozumel would have been a couple thousand dollars, yeah. like twenty three, twenty four hundred dollars. Yeah. But with the credit they gave us and like an additional thousand yeah. dollars, our five day cruise turned into a seven day cruise. Right. They also upgraded our. We already had like a dope ocean view room. Right. They upgraded it to a larger suite. Yes. It and, was beautiful. And comped us like. Yeah, you we know, got to do. Um, I think an extra excursion or something. Right. Yeah. So we got to go zip line in the jungle. Right. And rafting through like four thousand year old caves. Right. For free. Right. Um, <laughs> not only that. Right. But we spent the night in Galveston. Oh, and it was amazing. We had never been there before. Right. But it kind of changed our lives a little bit. Yes, it did. Because we were like, wow, this place is pretty cool. Right. It's beautiful. It's it's really everything that we love. It's the beach and it's palm trees and there's lots of history. Right. And there's an amazing little, you know, kind of like town square portion that has shopping and it's coffee It's like if you took and... miniature, you know, miniature Savannah and miniature... New Orleans. Yeah. And put them in a little island. Yeah. Right? Shake them up and that's kind of what you get. And so we, we really liked the vibe initially. Yes. And so fast forward a year later. Right. 
we have another cruise laid on because we're doing this again. That right, because we had such a good time. Right. Our, our no turned into better than what we could way have expected. better than what we could have expected. So cruise two's lined up. Right. COVID hits. COVID. Everything gets canceled. <laughs> right. And I'm like, well, we're keeping that week. Yeah. And we're just going to go to Galveston. Let's just go hang out at the beach. And so we do. And then we stay there for a week. Yeah. Or like five days, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And that was it. We were just going to check out Galveston. Right. And, you know, do all the just, stuff we were going to do had we not made the cruise the first right. time. Right. We were just going to be be locals, wander around, drink all their coffee, <laughs> sit in all their sand. <laughs> and as a result, we found a beachfront community mm-hmm. that's selling properties. Right. And building homes. Yes. And we were sitting on the beach and we're like, this is it. This is it. Let's do this. Yeah. This is where we want to be. And so now. Right. Our, our <laughs> almost missed cruise is turning to like, we're building our house in Galveston, Texas. Right. And, and we're going to live on the beach. Exactly. We will finish out <laughs> the process of the land in the house. Yeah. And we'll move there and retire there. Right. And be beach bums. And it's going to be great. <laughs> and it is going to be great. And, and had we not had that experience of those glass doors slamming in our sure. face, we would not have the potential joy that we have right now. Had we stopped in that moment when they did right. and said, no, we'll screw it then. Right. We're going home. Oh, we would have missed it on so much. All the next. All of the, you know, getting the two extra days on the cruise, right. being able to try to book again and having it fall through again, but saying it's fine. We're just going to go back to the place and, right. and make sure we weren't, you know, starry-eyed because... Because it was just cool. Because we were just excited that we were going to get yeah. to do this and that everything was going to work out. But And we spent the first night on our return trip, we did the thing we knew. We right. went to Landry's on the beach yep. and we enjoyed our time. Yes. And the next day we're like, let's just go poke around. Right. And, and we, we just, did. We did. We, we just wandered all up and down yeah. the beachfront avenue. Then we and... drove all around the island. Yeah. Like, we know every neighborhood. <laughs> People in coffee shops know us now. Yes. Yep. We we develop friendships quite quickly. We do. <laughs> we, we like to have our spot. It's a long story to illustrate the point, but, you know, it's it's a fun one. And the reality is, like, there were so many options. You yes. know, so many opportunities there for us to have a catastrophizing mindset, for us to get stuck on the no, for us to, you know, say screw it all and just right. scrap the plan. But right. if we had done that, not only was what was next better than what we imagined, just went in as much as the cruise. Right. But... The next, like, plan for the rest of our lives. Right. The trajectory of our lives changed. Like, goals shifted, you know. Lots of things changed for the better. Yes. Because we didn't say screw it when we got the no. We said, well, it's not no. Right. It's not right now. Nothing is over. Right. And we embraced being next. Exactly. And I think, you know, to kind of throw it back to last week's show, we didn't just spin our wheels in the can you believe this is happening to us can you believe it and just sit around and look at each other and be sad it was like okay no what's our next plan and what's crazy about that (laughs) is there was another couple that came up just the same time as we did maybe two minutes after us their vibe was totally different oh yeah their vibe was defeatist they were mad yeah like she was cursing someone on the phone they were they were mad yes we didn't have that attitude. No. We carried on with our plan. We made it happen. And your favorite part of the story yes. is what happened the next day. I know. So the next day, we have all of our stuff. We show up. We're ready with our passports and everything. We are walking through the whole ticketing check-in process. And as we come around the corner, the entire room 
of all staff starts to cheer for us. Yes. Because they had all witnessed us. They saw us from the windows from the upstairs. Windows. They all witnessed us running and getting told no. And so legitimately when we're checking in and we hand them our stuff, the, the gal that took it from us was nearly in tears. Yes, like, I'm so glad it worked out so for you. So glad you guys made it. <laughs> right. The little dude who thought he was going to die the day before <laughs> right. came around the counter and hugged me. Yes. He was yes. so happy to see us. I know. It was so great. It really was. And it just, you know, reinforced the fact that, you know, you handle things with a good attitude. You always try and work with a positive mindset. Look for that next opportunity. And, you know... Try to be nice all along the way. It's worth a shot. <laughs> it's It really is. At least start there. <laughs> and that's, you know, I even kind of addressed that in the blog about, you know, you'll be ready for all the ups and downs and loops and twists and turns. Yeah. And don't forget to smile where it takes your picture. Right. Like, exactly. Have fun. Exactly. And, you know, in that instance, we had a blast. We did. So we wherever did. you are, whatever it is, whatever the, the no that hits you, reframe it. Right. It's not no. Right. It's don't just not quit. right now. You know, we, we've talked before, we're, we're going to wrap it up, but we've got analogies galore. Yeah. You know, think of it like a five-year-old. Our right. five-year-old, if you say, yeah, I'll do it quickly, so bear with me. Yeah. <laughs> Just yesterday, yeah. our five-year-old, we, we bring home donuts, mm -hmm. and she goes, hey, can I have a donut? And you, I'm, I'm within earshot, but I'm right. not technically in the room. So, right. so I tell her, no, right. not right now. Because we've got other kids that are out doing stuff. Let's wait until we're all back together. We'll share a sure. donut. Hang out together. Fifteen seconds later. Right. I physically enter the room. Right. Daddy? Yeah, baby. Can I have a donut? I was like, sweetheart, mama just told you. Right. We were going to wait for everybody. She's yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, so you, you, you knew I knew that. Right. But you just thought you'd try with me? Yeah. Yeah. But that, it's not. Yeah. She's not doing it to be disrespectful. No. Because that's what she wants. Right. The tenacity to, yes. to get that initial no and go, I, yeah, I heard you. Let me let me check with someone else. And within <laughs> the, else the next authority? couple of hours, though, <laughs> right. she had taken the no. She'd reworked the way she was going to ask. She'd come up with new evidence as to why it was a good idea before <laughs> Levi got home right. and asked again. And we're like, no, but our answer was still not right now. Right. But she was like, okay, I just thought I'd give it a shot. Yes, exactly. I mean, she was definitely gathering intelligence, right. put, you know, putting together a good case for herself and presenting it again. And again, and at five, and again. if she can qualify and quantify why you're saying that right now, come back, right. regroup, and rebut with right. a new proposition, yes. you can do that absolutely as an adult. As an adult, right. Don't lose the, your five-year-old tenacity that yes. wants the damn donut. Right. Because right. I'll tell you what, it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> she was not going to bed without a donut last no. night. It was no. happening. <laughs> That's right. It was, ha it was clear to everyone in the yes. house. Yeah. And we were the deciders, but we should probably bend on this no matter what. Right. Like, we should give this girl a donut. Why? Because she stayed the course. Right. Let's give her a chance. Let's yeah. give her a chance and see how she does with the donut. <laughs> and she did great. Yeah. She, she did, did great. So. Just a small chocolate mustache. Right. <laughs> so it's not no. It's not right now. Yep. Nothing is over. Right. It's not the final answer. And don't miss being next because it is yeah. the best. It's really exciting. Anything else? I think that's it. All right. Well, we hope you guys enjoy it, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. All right, folks. There you have it. Regis Rambo and roller coasters, right? Um, and that story, that story about the cruise is 1,000% true. Uh, there's actually a funny story right after we said, okay, you know what? 
let's calm down. Let's make this work. We called a cab to pick us up from the port to take us to our hotel. And I thought the cab driver, it was a van. I thought he said, hey, you got to pull harder. That door's broken. So I thought he meant, okay, really pull on the door to get it open. He did say the door's broken. He didn't say you pull hard. He said, don't pull hard. Uh, because when I pulled hard, the handle ripped off. So that's another part of that true story. I felt really bad because I guess this dude had just glued it back on there for looks. At any rate, that's a true story. Hope you guys got something out of this. I hope you enjoyed it. And I will talk to you next time.